to Make Share Grow, a podcast about art making and the creative process. I'm Julie Marriott, painter, mother, and lover of bold and joyful color. Come on into my studio. I hope what I share here about my art practice will inspire you in your own creative journey. Hello, friends. Welcome to week 12 of my journey towards creating a painting collection. We are getting so close. I'm going to be launching this collection on April 30th, which from the publishing date of this episode is just under two weeks. And I can't wait. I'm starting to get the butterflies a little bit. Every time I launch new work, I go through these cycles of, oh yeah, this is going to be great. I'm going to just, you know, sell this entire collection. And then the next day (laughs) I'm like, does anybody want my art at all? What if I only sell one painting? (laughs) And no matter what the result of actually launching this collection is going to be. I'm so proud of how far I've come and how much I've grown making these paintings. And um, we're going to be just fine. (laughs) So I kept uh, painting on the final pieces for this collection, the final three. I've only finished one of them, which I'm kind of surprised I made it through the whole week and only finished one painting again. (laughs) But I did work on quite a few things. Um, I did spend one day finishing my collection video. And so that is that feels really good to have that done. I took the final couple shots for it and finished editing it. And I even have started drafting the email that it's going to go out to my um, newsletter list soon. And then I'll be sharing it on Instagram and Facebook and on YouTube in and on my website in the coming week or two. I'm going to kind of spread out sharing um, it over a couple days in the different channels um, that I communicate with my audience. But that, I'm so proud of that video and I will um, put a link to it in the show notes because I think it'll be public by the time this comes out. Yes, and so you can go and listen to it or watch it if you're listening to this episode. So yeah, a big part of this collection was finished with that video. I just feel like that was a lot of time and a lot of work that I loved putting into that. And it feels so good to kind of close the door on that and just be able to watch the final product. So that was great. I also spent a day this week, not painting, but walking around testing photo locations in my house for photographing all of these paintings for my website listings and everything. So this is the first collection I have released um, living in this new house. And so I'm still trying to figure out the lighting because the lighting is very warm at certain times of day and very cool. And um, I'm also trying to find a good wall to take photos against because my studio space is all up against windows. And so there isn't a great place in my actual studio space to take photos. So I've been carrying stuff around the house, putting it up against different walls, (laughs) trying to test the time of day um, for different types of lighting. Um, So that was a whole project. I think I've got it dialed in. And then I also practiced editing 
some photos in Lightroom. I have never used Lightroom before. I'm a Photoshop person, (laughs) but I have access to Lightroom through my membership with the Adobe Creative Cloud. And so I've always honestly been intimidated by Lightroom because it's like for professional photographers and I am not that. I am an amateur and I just get along, (laughs) but I'm starting to feel like I need to start educating myself more on being able to use my DSLR more fully and then also on upping my editing game. I kind of feel like I've hit a wall where I need to start getting some education on how to grow my photography skills more because I just have kind of reached the limit of what I know how to do on my own. So yeah, that's something that I'm probably going to be pursuing in the next couple months at least, um, upping, upping the quality of my photos. So that about sums up what I did this week. Um, Finished a painting and then started working on some more of the technical side of getting this collection launched. So I thought I would answer another question that I received from my audience a little while ago. So here's the question. How do you carve your own style out of the inspiration you get from other artists? I think this is a really good question. Um, And... Figuring out your own style is a journey and it's an ever evolving journey for sure. Um, I have a whole episode of how I found my painting style. So that's episode four. It was one of my very first episodes on the podcast. So if you're interested in hearing my story, you can go back and listen to episode four. But this uh, question was specifically about finding your style apart from the inspiration you get from other artists. And so I thought I would address sort of that angle. In my experience, and I think most artists throughout art history, we begin our painting journeys by learning from other artists. And that is completely normal and completely okay. I don't think we need to be creating in a vacuum as if that could even be a possibility. But, um, I think we all start by learning through another's example, through tutorials, through online courses, through formal schooling, through books, all of those things. And um, I started when I was a little kid, I took oil painting lessons. I read books on painting, like craft projects and stuff and followed step-by-step instructions. I took tall painting classes at Michael's. (laughs) I did all kinds of things as a kid. And then I went on and learned from professional artists at university as an art major and then went on my own painting journey down the road. So I think there's always a point where we're learning from other artists And it's okay to continue learning from other artists throughout your art journey. I don't think you need to stop at any specific point. But I think there is a point when we go from being beginners just trying to figure out, like, how does paint work? How do I mix colors? I need guidance on all of these things. When you have those fundamental tools set up and kind of ingrained in your mind and you understand and you feel like you can handle your materials and like answer those basic questions. Um, I think there's a point when we need to step back and start getting very intentional about what we want from our art. If we want to 
discover our unique artistic voice, if we want to foster that and help it become big and bold and clear to those who are looking at our work, there is a point when we need to step away from other artists, getting learning from them, getting um, inspiration from other artists, and really start asking questions about the work that we want to create and what we like creating, what our tastes are, what our hands like to make, what kind of brushes we really enjoy using, what colors speak to us. And I came to a point um, when I was beginning and beginning my art business, and it just coincided because I started getting serious about painting and trying to create a unique style that came with the beginning of my art business, but I don't think you have to care about selling your work to be able to start this journey. But I came to a point where I just started painting way more prolifically and did not um, look at other artists' work to create my own. I looked at photo ideas. I looked at photos that had colors that I liked, but I wasn't looking at another painter and saying, oh, I really like the shape of that flower they painted. I'm going to paint it that way. I just started looking more at photo references of flowers and then trying to put them through my own filter and kind of paint it in my own sort of stylized version, I guess is my best way of describing that. And I also was really influenced by my love of pattern design. And so I wanted to paint my flowers sort of in a more flat pattern-like feel at that point. And then after I was done with that series, then I kind of looked back and said, what do I like about that? What do I want to change? And then I realized that I was always drawn to artists who, and to artwork, who um, had much more evidence of the artist's hand in their art. And so then I decided to be a little bit looser and to mix colors on my canvas more and use thicker strokes of paint. And so I, every time I would finish a body of work, I would kind of think about, does that feel good to me? Do I like that? Does that speak to my creative sensibility? Where do I feel like my style is falling short or my way of painting is falling short of what I would really like to see in my work? And, and then I would ask very specific questions about art that I was visually drawn to from other artists. So I wouldn't say, oh, I really want to paint paintings just like this artist. I'm going to copy their shapes and their colors and their compositions and all those things. I would look and say, what is it? Very, very specifically, like get very granular and ask, like, what is it about their mark making that I really, really like? Maybe I can incorporate a more rough type of mark making or a more thick sort of paint stroke in my style. And then that would, I would practice that in my next painting collection or my next series or my next individual painting that I would make. And then that would start getting incorporated into my own way of painting. And I think there's a there's a period of time after you learn from an artist, if, especially if you're taking an online course or learning from a book or doing tutorials, um, there's, a, there's a period of time afterwards, like the next five or so paintings you make that are going to be pretty heavily influenced by that artist's style. 
But I think that is fine as long as you realize that, that that's not going to be your unique work. That's you kind of trying to incorporate and understand what you've been taught. And then you pick the pieces that you like and discard the pieces that you don't like or don't feel like you or natural to you or you just don't enjoy doing them. And then you take the parts that you do like and add it to all the things that you already know how to do and your unique sensibility. And then you kind of move forward with that amalgamation of techniques and um, visual components that you like that make you yourself. So I feel like this is, there's no one way to come to your own style, but I think it always can, it always should involve stepping away from other artists' inspiration after a while and really giving yourself the chance to think through what you like all on your own and allow your mind and your hands to work together to create the kind of work that feels good for your hands to make and also is satisfying to your creative sensibility and your your personal aesthetic. Um, so I would just advise not to create artwork ever when you're trying to find your own style. I would never create artwork while directly looking at an artist, another artist's painting. I think you should step away from doing that at a certain point. And then I'd also recommend instead of just looking at other artists' paintings and saying, oh, I like that. I'm going to paint that. I would recommend starting to gather your own unique library of inspiration. And it doesn't have to be all like subject matter that you're actually going to paint, but just creating like a Pinterest board of photos that have color palettes that you love that have nothing to do with actually our other artists' work. It could be interiors or landscapes or bouquets or whatever. But starting to curate a collection of inspiration from a bunch of different sources like Pinterest, magazines, your own photos, things that you love that can inform your work in different ways. And then you start taking lots of little pieces from all of those bits of inspiration and then adding them all up into your own unique work. So trying to stay as as pure as possible when you're coming to your painting practice. Um, After you're done kind of learning and absorbing from other artists for a while, trying to kind of step away from that and be as pure as possible with your inspiration that it's all sort of gathered from a a bunch of different um, experiences and things that are unique to you and to your tastes, I think will really be helpful. So I hope that answer helps. There's no one right answer, I feel like, for finding your own voice, but we all have our own um, unique taste and the way that our hands like to move and to create and what feels good to us. And so that can't help but all combine together into a unique way of making your artwork. So I want to just encourage you that that's sort of the path that I traveled on to find my style. And my style is definitely still evolving as is evidenced in this collection. Um, I keep asking myself like, where do I want to go from here? And then I keep changing and growing and becoming more proficient. And it just is a great journey. So there's no stopping point to it, but I feel like it's a big game changer when you can step back from other artists completely 
and start creating work that is much more rooted in your unique inspiration rather than kind of looking at the inspiration that others have already translated through their hands. So I hope that helps. So now we're going to move on to something that I loved this week. Something that really was fun to revisit this week for me was the Susan Nethercoat podcast. I love listening to podcasts when I'm painting. And often if I am all caught up on um, the episodes and there's no new ones coming out, but I still feel like listening to a particular person, I'll just scroll back through their archives and kind of listen to some of the ones that I enjoyed in the past. And I love the Susan Nethercoat podcast. She's an Australian artist. And she, at the very beginning of her first season, she was walking another artist through the creation of a new body of work that she was going to exhibit in a gallery sort of space. And so it was so fun going back and listening because I feel like early on, um, In the podcast, there were so many good episodes that were jam-packed with great creative coaching for somebody who's going through making work and all of the ups and downs and emotional struggles and mental struggles and all the things that have to do with creating a collection of work. So I would highly recommend that podcast. It's been really fun for me to listen through, especially while I'm creating my own collection at the same time. That is it for this week. I wanted to let you know that I am going to be taking next week off of the podcast so that I can fully focus on getting this collection launched into the world and taking care of all the last minute details. So I will be chatting with you guys in two weeks post launch. Oh my goodness. And catching you up on how it all went. I can't wait. All right. Bye for now. 